This is Let's Talk Business with your host, Mark Ebinger. Now, here's Mark. Welcome to Let's Talk Business, the show that talks entrepreneurship with some of the best businesses in the San Antonio area. Coming up on the show today, we're going to talk with Imad Gerges, a bookkeeping expert and the owner of Simply Bookkeeping. Imad, welcome back to the show. Thanks again, Mark. Appreciate good, it. Good to see you, man. Uh, end of the year's coming up, so we're going to go over some stuff that you guys can help uh, businesses prepare for all of that. Not only the end of the year, but then the new year to yeah. come, right? Yeah, best time of the year. Yeah. We're also going to talk with Sean Pettit, the owner of Payroll Vault, a family-owned and disabled American veteran-owned business that provides payroll services. Sean, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Mark. This is very exciting. Looking forward to it. Yeah, a veteran-owned business here in San Antonio, right? Was chock full of veterans here. Yeah, that's um, exciting. Disabled uh, American veteran-owned? We'll have to get into that, too. I'm, I'm yes, curious sir. about that. Mm-hmm. In studio with us today is Genevieve Sims, the owner of the Evolve Firm, where she and her team provide brand development and design, web design and social media services. Genevieve, great to see you again. Great to be back. Excited. Gen- yeah, me too. Genevieve's actually taking over some of my, uh, or, or helping out with a lot of the social media that we're doing as well. So we do some social media stuff. Uh, Genevieve is uh, like an expert when it comes to local social media content and everything. <laughs> everything. We're going to be learning okay, from each other too. Okay, that's a today. lot of expectations there. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we set them high here, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're on this show, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm your host, money. Mark Ebinger, the owner of Krukus Marketing Agency, a company that specializes in hiring uh, virtual assistants, executive assistants from outside the United States. That's an interesting thing that I've got an event coming up on Tuesday that I'm doing, and uh, we're walking out some of the idea behind. It's not just about hiring, and I know, seeing you're an expert in the hiring side of uh, like hiring bodies, boots on the ground, so to speak, right? Or do you guys do any virtual staffing too, or no? Oh uh, no, we do not. We do have uh, one person that teleworks out of San Diego, and that's uh, only because her husband's military and he's stationed down there, so. Uh, we thought for you know her sanity, she'd want to spend some time with her husband. So she does telework. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Well, it's very effective, but it's not as easy as people think it is, right? When it comes to hiring somebody like that, it's a whole mess. Oh, it yeah. actually takes us two weeks to hire somebody. That's how long. I'd be curious how long your process is too. But we'll get into that in a minute. But all right, a quick reminder for our listeners: you can catch video and podcast versions of the show anytime by visiting our website at satalkradio.com. And if you're a business owner in the San Antonio area and would like to have your company featured on the show. Visit our website at satalkradio.com or call our office at 210-879-8804. That's 210-879-8804, and we can get you hooked up from there. So um, social media, Genevieve, is it important or no? Absolutely important, and it's not so much as the likes that you're getting or the amount the uh the quantity it's more the quality that you're putting out there and of course even if people are in the market to purchase the fact that you're putting something putting content out every day it makes a huge difference for every small business owner right don't you guys agree absolutely absolutely. for sure i think that but what is the difference that it actually makes right so is it uh, like people do their due diligence right so if i was going to check out a bookkeeper Right. And go to your website. Right. Well, I want to see because a website's a website. Right. How active is the website? But by right. going to your social media, I can see how plugged in are you? How relevant are you in that space? So if you're posting actively like Genevieve saving saying, then it's like, OK, they're active. Their business is going on. You can see a little bit now seeing I've checked out yours. You can see some behind the scenes with your with your folks that you've got going on, some things you're involved in. Uh, didn't I didn't I see one with the. Uh, Halloween, there's like some kind of Halloween thing going on. Yes. As well. Yep. So community, uh, you care about different aspects, not just all business type of stuff, right? 
And I think people are looking for that. What yeah. are your thoughts, Arimon? Oh, absolutely. It also helps certain uh, potential candidates or clients when they're looking kind of on uh, Mark's point. They uh, check out not only your website, but they check out all your social media, mm-hmm. see how you present, who you are, how you've uh, serviced, you know, the community, what your services are. But more than just a website, they all go right. to all your social media and check everything out. And then when they um, go ahead and talk to you or set up that call, then they've already done their homework. Mm-hmm. So they already kind of know who you are. Where do you spend the most time? Where, where's your like your number one? If you're going to send somebody to your social media, where would you send them? I would say at least uh, Facebook, yeah. Facebook, YouTube. Okay. Wow. Facebook and YouTube. Yeah, YouTube's not easy, right? Because it's oh, like no. that can really work against you, I think, if your YouTube channel is awful. Right. Oh, right. my gosh, it could be bad. What about you, Sean? Uh Well, I don't have a YouTube channel yet. Um, that's why I hired Jessica. So um, being my director of marketing, I'm hoping that she'll be able to expand and throw a, a no huge pressure. net out there with the social yes. media, right? <laughs> um, but Facebook, um, Facebook right now, we're really increasing our uh, our tempo with the content. Mm-hmm. Uh, and kind of like Ahmad alluded, it's really people looking at your Facebook and seeing really what kind of person you are, what kind of business do you have, are you plugged into the community, right. um, are you, nonprofit supports, which are so important. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, and then, you know, not just relationships, but personalities. Yes. People want a compatible personality. So mm-hmm. I think that's important with the social media. That's a huge point. A yes. compatible they want to know if your personality matches theirs and exactly. if they can trust you. And, you know, people, now the statistics are in, it's 95% of the time they will check your social media first before your website. Oh, wow. Wow. So that has, that. Um, that has gone way up since last year's statistics. And then also going back on YouTube, it's not just the videos, but it's the shorts now. YouTube shorts have a higher reach than TikTok. So oh. it's very important to utilize that as a free tool. Yeah, we get about anywhere from, say, seven or 800 to about 2,500 views per um, short that we do. Mm-hmm. And we've got, I don't know, at least eight shorts a week, I think, that are going out. I think it might be more than that. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that leads to the growth. You know right. what I mean? Uh, but it keeps us relevant in that space. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So what about you, Genevieve? Where are you like, if you had to send somebody to one of your social media uh, channels, where would you send Platforms would be Instagram for ours. With marketing, there's so many events that we're a part of and different clients. And so a lot of the behind the scenes is our bigger, bigger viewership. And Instagram is the best for that. Cool. I can see that. Yeah. So uh, let me take a, p- I'm going to test y'all here, right? All right. So how many of you are <laughs> using guides? on Instagram now. So Imad, are you using guides yet? No. Do you, do you know what they are? Not No clue. Okay, so it's like a mini blog ah. mm-hmm. on Instagram. And when really? you start it, it'll pop up. So when you do your first one, it'll pop up as a, like you can go to the grid and then the reels and, and oh, I see. that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, there's one for guides there as well, which is you can kind of walk somebody through the advantages of using your service, uh, end of year preparation. These are some things you need to take a look at. And it's just organized from your posts. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think I have seven guides on there now. Yeah. yeah. It's like a quick yeah. brochure, a quick business card. Yes, I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, because it's more than just, you know, a photo or something, which is, right. it says a lot, but at least a guide kind of gives that background mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, like seen. are you guys pretty active on uh, stories on Instagram? No, uh, Mark, I failed you. Oh, no. Uh, we do not have Instagram. <laughs> Sorry, I put him on the spot. Jessica's yeah. working. No, what you say is it's in progress, Mark. It, it's in it progress. is in progress. Yes. And, and <laughs> I, I will tell you the one thing we are using to help guide us through that process is we're actually using AI. 
Um, yeah. So we've incorporated that as part of our marketing strategy, and it's nice. it's actually taught us a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are going to be moving into the Instagram, and and that's great feedback because for us it's new. So. Yes. Yeah, any information you guys have to share, that's going to be phenomenal. So I'll tell you, you want to be in all areas of Instagram, but then tag, 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 right? It's super important. Like when you go out and you're taking a picture at a business, we'll tag the business owner and tag a couple of the major players that are there so that you can get that reach that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. It has made a huge difference for us. Yes, and make sure to do the geotagging, which is the location, Mm -hmm. too. That helps a lot. Yeah, so when you tag, are you tagging like San Antonio or do you actually tag the business track? If you're at the business, tag them. Um, but in the map part, tag the location of the business as well. So it's double. It does double. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I knew that or not. I'm always learning. More you learn. My team better know <laughs> it, though, dang it. Yeah. They better know what's going on. All right, cool. So, yeah, it's uh, business owners. You, you have to pay attention to social media. If you don't, there's like a void there. There's something that's missing from mm-hmm. your online presence. It's right? an untapped it. resource mm-hmm. if you're not utilizing it correctly. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're if we're not already there, I think we're close to where if you don't have it, it's a negative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And we're trying to solve that. For sure. And as long as someone on your team right. has the idea or is doing it, yep. like exactly. necessarily seen doesn't have to do it. But if he has someone like you were saying, yes. he has a well, that's the director. way you do it. You, yeah. you do not try and, and do it yourself because it's it takes a lot of time to do it. Exactly. You just it's an employee position. It's like you know at a restaurant you have a hostess and then you have a waiter and then you have a chef. Right? You, mm-hmm. You're not going to try and fill those positions right. yourself. You just hire them out. So. You can do what right. you and need consistency to do. is the key when it comes to social media. So it's oh, very yeah. important to have somebody there managing it all the time. Yeah, and, and I have to admit, Jessica's been very aggressive since she's moving in that position. So it's been it's been impressive. Yes. She's really that's all she thinks about <laughs> content, content, content. Exactly. So, yeah, she's really been pushing the envelope, which I like. Nice, love it. All right. First up on the show is Imad Gurgis, a bookkeeping expert and the owner of Simply Bookkeeping. Uh, Imad, so end of the year is coming up. Um, that's right. It's, I got a message from my CPA last night and he was like, what are you trying to stress me out as we get close to the end of the year? It's like, leave me alone. You know what I mean? It's it's in the evening. I'm trying to relax. Uh, but so what kind of things are you uh, helping businesses with now towards the end of the year? Well, you know, Mark, you just brought up a fantastic point. You know, CPA suck. Well, well, not that. Stress. (laughs) Stress, you you know, it, it is that time of year and no one wants to think about it, but it is inevitable. CPAs will reach out to you during the end of the year and they will remind you, hey, are your books up to date? Uh, are your financials ready? Do you have that shoebox? If you say yes, they might run the other direction. Um, so that's that's the good part about having a bookkeeper, right? So having a bookkeeper kind of takes that stress off the business owner's mind, mm-hmm. right? So year end's coming. If you have a bookkeeper, hey, great. Talk to my bookkeeper. That should have been your answer, and then you can continue to watch your show. Mm-hmm. So uh, year-end is coming. But you're my bookkeeper. I should have said that. Oh, my gosh. Now yeah. you tell exactly me. Exactly. I'm totally going to be like, I'm sorry about taking any questions right now. <laughs> <laughs> call him on. Just call him, you know. We'll take care of it. So uh, that's that's our main point. You know, our, our main goal is not to only keep you in compliance, but to make sure that um, you're less stressed so that you can focus and do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether that's actually work, watch TV shows, hey, you do you, right? Um, but year-end financials are really important because it helps consolidate everything that you've done for the entire year. So two things that you want to keep in mind for is, how have I done this year? Mm-hmm. 
And then how can I use these analytics to prepare for the following year? So that's always a big part. A lot of business owners, as you know, Mark, they're trying to grow, which is why we were talking about marketing earlier. A lot of businesses want to continue to grow. They don't, very rarely do they want to stay stagnant, right? Mm -hmm. And so by understanding your numbers, evaluating, okay, where were your sales coming in mostly from this year? Where were most, most of your expenses? And taking all that data into consideration and helping you prepare for the following year usually helps that business grow. So a practice that we do for our current business owners who have been with us for the whole year is evaluate their progress from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. Now we've got, we're end of October. Yeah. Uh, two days makes November. <laughs> um, so we've got 10 months worth of data. So we're mm -hmm. able to evaluate what's their percentage growth this year that they've been with us and understanding their finances than they would have if they weren't with us. Mm. So that's always a great practice to run through and just show business owners. And it's not necessarily that we're giving the best advice in the world. We do give so out some great advice, but it's by just being cognizant and being aware of where your financials are, help that business owner be more uh, aware of what's going on with their actual business. Yeah, that's really good. As far you know, as being a small business owner myself, when it comes to finances, that's the scary part for me. I'm a creative. So mm -hmm. when it comes to numbers, I rely on my bookkeeper and my CPA. So when you come when you're talking to a brand new business owner, I know that's usually in the back of their mind, you know, I can't afford one or maybe I should try to do it myself. What is um, one of the things that you would tell brand new business owner when it comes to having a bookkeeper and of course you know the advantages of that versus doing it themselves yeah absolutely so it's actually cheaper to hire a good bookkeeper mm -hmm. because and i'm sure y'all will back yep. me up on this but it help a good bookkeeper will help you stay in compliance also right. they'll help you in avoiding those irs fees those irs penalties or interest rates you know um, they add up really fast. So it only takes one bill within a year from, you know, any tax agency mm -hmm. for it to overpass the cost of a good bookkeeper. Yeah, so that's a great point. As well as, of course, all the benefits of having the bookkeeper themselves, which is, you know, helping you with your numbers and your growth patterns. Yeah, absolutely. What was that quote? They said, um, you want to, if you think hiring a professional is costly, when you hire an amateur, it's twice twice as much, Twice right? as much, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of you don't know what you don't know. You know what exactly. I mean? And and I think that's why what I like about the the sit-down going over there is we haven't – I know we've got it coming up, but I'm looking forward to that. It's like, hey, this is what happened. Mm -hmm. As a business owner, maybe seeing you back me up on this part – uh, it's not always fun to look at that. It can be a right. little bit like, ah, I don't really want to see it. I'm too busy moving forward, but it's super important, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you have to be honest with yourself as far as, I mean, cash flow is king, right? So and being able to, you know, recoup as much of those funds as possible to reinvest back in your business, your employees. The only way you can do that is if you have somebody like Ahmad who is that, that tax expert, that professional that can sit there and give you that business strategy that says, hey, here's where we started last year. Here's where you are now. So next year, these are some corrections we need to make. And that's important to me because I'm mm -hmm. not the tax expert. So right. I'm relying on folks like him uh, to make sure he's keeping me in line with my goals uh, for my end of year. 
uh, for the next year, for mm-hmm. the following year, not just this year, because this year's done. So that's right. that's what's important to me. And Ima, do you you pair up pretty well with payroll services? Oh yeah, absolutely. Have you guys ever met? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah. good. Oh, yeah. Mike. We've got a couple of clients. Oh, oh, good. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. See networking. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, this yeah. is this is the best relationship yeah. in town. I mean, absolutely. Uh, payroll and CPA and accountants. I mean, and those some CPAs and accountants do do payroll, but and and I can't speak for you, Ima, but but most of them hate doing payroll. It's a whole ah. different entity. And that's, you know, that's why a lot of the, yeah. the payroll companies evolved. And, but, I mean, this is the best relationship in town. Wow. Uh, okay. Got to have a good uh, CPA that can complement your payroll and vice versa. Oh, you see that we found a financial trilogy. It, right. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And we learn a lot off each other, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, there's yeah. some gray areas in there that, where we cross a lot, of, you mm-hmm. know, we cross pollinate, as I say. Um, and, and that's important to, and as we talk more about uh, seeing services and payroll, it's a huge benefit to have that trio, like that trilogy mm-hmm. partnership, like you're saying, um, because a bookkeeper stays in his lane, which does the monthly, but I don't necessarily do payroll. So mm-hmm. I pass it off to a payroll company, such as scene. And so when he's done with his part, I consolidate there into the go. bookkeeping. And then yes. once I'm done, I pass it off to the CPA. So the good part is, too, is it gets checked three times. So the accuracy is also a lot higher when you have that three-partnered uh, Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Uh, strategy. Yeah. Well, I guess it's, you know, partnering with the right or teaming up with the right CPA and the right payroll companies. You know what I mean? Because once you know a good one and you guys can work well together, there's a synergy there that you guys can all grow together. Mm-hmm. as well oh, too yeah. i love networking you know what i mean and you're a pretty strong networker yourself <laughs> what's new yes. with your business give us an update updates are great um <clears throat> we've worked on efficiency lately yeah. efficiency has been key within our business so um i know a lot of people are implementing ai we're implementing how to accurately be able to collect data from clients in an efficient way so that we don't have to constantly send out email reminders mm-hmm. um, to also be able to track all of the requests that we've sent out. As you get a kind of in the uh, higher amount of clients, um, you tend to lose, oh, you, did I ask so-and-so for these items? Did I ask so-and-so? So now we've implemented a system to be able to track everything, which has increased our efficiency so much that we've be actually been able to each... Uh, bookkeeper has been able to handle a lot more accounts than they were before actually a 20 percent increase across all so it's been very efficient for us and it's also very effective for our clients because the way we present it is Mm -hmm. a very easy way for them to respond which makes them more involved in a way we're always trying to interest them in a in a department that's maybe not so interesting so Right, right. One of the things that I like about what AI is doing is it's helping take care of all the nonsense stuff that I don't want to have to do <laughs> and then present and then getting it to me in a way, but it still has to be checked by a human in a lot of cases, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, just using ChatGPT, for example, it's like, I mean, it's kind of silly some of the way that it writes things, um, but you got to <laughs> go back over it. So you can't completely trust AI, but using AI with humans, like you say, is going to improve efficiency because it cuts down on a lot of the nonsense. Right. of aggregation that can happen. It's just like, get it to me and then organize it, and then I'll make sure that it's good and present it to the client or whatever. Exactly. Is that how you are yeah. seeing it? So so our, 
our AI process is very small. It's just in organizing um, folders that come in. So f- say, for example, I ask you for a bunch of statements. What it'll do is it'll organize them all by bank, and then it'll put it in our system for us to know exactly where to look. So it takes a couple seconds out, but as you repeat that over and over across you know, uh, quite a bit of clients, it saves a couple hours. Gets rid of the unfun work. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it's <laughs> a piece that can't be mistaken, um, and it's very simple. So yeah, and as your business evolving. scales, when you use um, AI or different programs with the um, to help with efficiency, it also kind of helps you maintain the small business feel to yes. have that relationship, and you know to still have that narrative. Mm-hmm. That even though your business is scaling, you still have time for that client. Absolutely, yep. And that's something that we we like to focus on. So, mm-hmm. uh, although most of our clients are uh, monthly subscription and they uh, are happy to call us at any time, we also like to reach out and say, "Okay, hey, right. it's it's nearing year end. Let's you know, let's have a look through your books." And mm-hmm. uh, usually, it's it's the other way around. You never hear the CPA reaching out to say, hey, let's review right. your finances together just because we want to see that you're doing well. Mm-hmm. So by us doing that, it really helps that business owner say, oh, you know what? These guys actually care. Um, they they want to see us grow, which right. is which is a big thing for us. I mean, that's part of our passion. Oh, yeah, that's a big deal for grow. any business owner. They're busy focusing on doing what they do best. But when they've got somebody like you on their team, they know that their money's being handled properly. So that's yeah. very helpful. All right, Imad, if uh, folks want to reach out to you, how do they do that? Yeah, absolutely. They can actually call me directly if they'd like at 832-518-9368. Or they can check out our awesome website at simplybookkeeping.com. And that's simply with an I, S-I-M-P-L-I, and then a double K in bookkeeping. And double O, double K. That's right. Is there one P, though? It's just one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thanks, Mark. Always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks again, Mark. All right, next up on the show is Scene Pettit, the owner of Payroll Vault, a family-owned and disabled American veteran-owned business that provides payroll services. So, um, Scene, give me a little bit of your background and then how you ended up in the Payroll Vault service. So, uh, retired military, retired Air Force, Mm -hmm. uh, Security Forces. And uh, uh, after I retired from the Air Force, uh, my boss just turned my sign around and made me a government civilian. And so I did that until about February 2018. And about a year before uh, I was leaving the government, I thought to myself, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? Uh, So I had this great idea to start a business, which was really never on the radar. And uh, not looking in the payroll space because I was not a numbers person. Uh, my wife actually uh, convinced me that that was the way to go, and she is a numbers person, absolutely loves numbers. And so we, yeah, we invested in Payroll Vault, and uh, it's been a blessing. We absolutely loved it, and it's it's been a great space. Bring your mic up just a little bit. Oh, I'm there sorry. Okay, so um, security force in the Air Force, how long were you in? So I was, <clears throat> excuse me. So I was medically retired, actually, um, after 13 years, okay. one month and one day. Wow. Yeah. All right. What, did you get out here in uh, San Antonio? Uh, no, actually, Los Angeles, California, where I was based. Oh, wow. Yeah. How many bases did you go to before you got out? Uh, six. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I was only at three. 
Uh, yeah, and that includes my deployments. And then uh, when I was at the end of my career in the military and the beginning of the government, I did a lot of traveling for my job. All right. What rank did you get out at? Uh, tech sergeant, E6. E6. Rock on. <laughs> All right. So um, your wife was more the numbers person. She is. And you really weren't. But then you ended up at Payroll Vault. So how did the selection of Payroll Vault, what is was that? Is it a franchise you bought? It, did you make up the name? No, it is. It's a franchise. And interestingly enough, when my wife, you know, had asked me, hey, what do you think about payroll? I was dead set against it. And <laughs> Payroll Vault as a as a core company and mm-hmm. franchisor, uh, they have what they call Discovery Day. And so I, even on the plane, I was kicking and screaming, I don't want to do payroll. <laughs> and uh, so <laughs> That's how we feel I was that. a big baby. I was, yeah, I was just distraught. So anyway, so we got, we got the Colorado where they're based out of. And uh, when, when I met the, the creators of Payroll Vault and being military, you know, you, you have to rely on people. The communication has to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to have support, the backup support. You always have to trust that the guy next to you is doing his job or the gal next to you is doing her job. And I got that feeling communicating with, I was like, wow, these folks are really here to make us successful. It wasn't just about the franchise. It was about the franchisee. Um, And when I left, I was like, I am all bought in. And we just jumped in uh, straight away. And uh, as a, as a company, most, most payroll vaults have evolved from a CPA firm or accounting firm. Uh, we're one of the few that did not, oh. and we currently, out of the out of the seventy some payroll vault franchisees in the nation, we are typically uh, number four, number three, or number four in the nation as far as productivity. Uh, we do have the most uh, payroll uh, payroll clients as far wow. as uh, employees that we pay uh-huh. uh, across the nation. So that you know, just as far as creds. Uh, we've worked really hard the last six years, and we're still fairly one of the youngest. Um, wow. So really proud of that. And it, like I said, I look back now, and I'm like, you know, <laughs> if I knew what I knew today, I would have uh-huh. started way sooner. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. wow! So you got entrepreneur in the blood. Did you uh, know it? Uh, unknowingly, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, I had no idea that that we could be successful business. Like I said, it was never on the radar. So mm-hmm. you know, I'm again. Not knowing I was going to do it through my rest of my life, a business, I was, you know, I, I was very surprised. And then when the networking aspect came to play, because, you know, in the military and the government, you don't, you're not really networking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's a um, top down network. <clears throat> uh, right. Yeah. It's a, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, so once I started networking and, you know, felt comfortable doing that mm-hmm. and getting a lot of feedback, I was like, wow, this is, I'm pretty good at this. And, you know, so I, again, I now at this point, I have to find somebody who can compliment that and mm-hmm. do right. better than I can. So now, now we have Jessica and, you know, <laughs> she's going to take over that space. And again, very excited. It's, it's been a awesome ride. I'm looking forward to the future and, and doing great things. Let's talk about the mission of your company. What's the mission in your mind of the company? So you, when we started our business, uh, you know, me and my wife always, you know, it sounds cliche. We were like, hey, we served our country because my wife worked in the government as well. And I'm like, now we want to serve our community. And we didn't want to just be, a, you know, payroll vault in San Antonio. We, we wanted to be, hey, that's payroll vault. They, you know, they, they support nonprofits. They're, they're plugged into the community. They're not just here. Everybody's in business to make money, but that's not what we wanted to be known for. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so we really want to leave a legacy that's going to be where, you know, San Antonio community looks at us and says, hey, they're really plugged in. They're really helping our small business community and, and our nonprofits and, and the services here in San Antonio. So, um, and the service we provide, I mean, we, we want to take care of small businesses. So, you know, fair price, doing a great job with our, with our customer care, as I call it. Um, that's important to me. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely want to leave a legacy for sure. I love that. And I think that's what makes a difference with businesses is when they have um, that servant's heart to help the community and help their people first, above and beyond. And that really takes your company up to the next level. Right. And that, and that's really, it's exactly how I feel. Um, and just point made, so uh, we're part of the top five offices in Payroll Vault. So not a lot happens unless it kind of runs through those five offices. Wow. Um, so, and, you know, one thing I had brought up, because we have a lot of uh, awards in Payroll Vault, national mm-hmm. awards. And I had suggested, I'm like, well, you know, the owners can win awards all day uh, and we can look great and, and do all those things. I said, but it's really, as Mark referred to, the boots on the ground mm-hmm. that really do the hard, heavy lifting and the work. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I'd suggested, hey, let's let's do uh, an award, but it really could be for anybody. Uh, and the employees have to be involved in that as well because mm-hmm. um, they have to feel like, you know, they're recognized for the hard work they do. Yes. Uh, so interestingly enough, they, they had a community award come out. There you go. <laughs> and uh, so and Mark will tell you, you know, writing award packages uh, in the military is a, is, a, is a gift and a talent. Uh-huh. Um, so I, Jessica, my n- new marketing director, mm-hmm. um, she has a servant's heart. She does a lot in the community to include with her church. So I was like, she is the perfect person to do this award for. Oh. And so we, we submitted her for the award, and guess what? She won yes, the community award. Yes, congratulations, so, uh, all, and all the awards that were submitted, incredible. she won it. And uh, so, you know, again, it goes back to not just being a payroll vault and in business and being successful. It's really about uh, being something that people remember and, you know, being appreciated for what we do. Yes, and that starts with the team. It, it does. Recognizing the team. talent yes. within your team. Yes, absolutely. Yes, and creating an environment for them to grow. Uh, right, exactly. Yeah, and that makes them happier. The morale's higher. You know what I mean? They feel like they're not just an employee, but they're also, you know, servant and plugged in and relevant. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I like all of that. Okay, when... um so that's one way your company stands out, certainly, is how you value the employees, how you value the community and plug in. But when it comes to your services, how do you stand out there? What's like something you'd be like, well, this is a no-brainer why you'd want to pick payroll, uh, payroll vault? Yeah, our client managers who are our payroll processors, uh, they all have an individual book of clients. So mm-hmm. they know their client by first name. They know how many employees they have, what's unique about their payroll. Uh, and to me, when, when a client can call, and their, their client manager picks up the phone and, you know, they're on a first-name basis and the, the client doesn't have to repeat themselves about, hey, remember my one employee that gets a bonus or uh, we have commissions. And that just buys so much love mm-hmm. and integrity and just, um, I, I mean, to me, having people answer the phone is, is the start. Right. I mean, you you hear so many times people dial customer service and, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a 1-800 number and they get transferred and then, you know, they they end up being back where they started because they have to, you know, listen to the selection menu again to (laughs) to try and do it over again. So 
we just we don't want to do that. We want to make sure that our clients, uh, you know, who are busy business owners, they want to pick up the phone, get their client manager on the phone, get their employee paid, make sure their employee's happy because employee retention's huge today. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's what we're great at. We are really good at that. Um, so then, and that's not something uh, many other payroll companies can do. Yeah. And I, I've actually got a story for scene. I've got a couple clients with him, and anytime we've ever had any payroll issues, which payroll issues pop up, mm-hmm. from, you know, from time right. to time, it's common. Um, but they are super helpful. I mean, you call, they already know the accounts, they know the situation, they're there to help. It's in and out, done, I'd say, 15, 30 minutes tops. Whereas, you know, if you're picking a large corporation, you know, you have to explain the story. It has to go into mm. a, uh, a file system, and then it's probably about 30 days before it gets resolved. Oh, so wow. you're, wow. I mean, you know, because it has to go through so many filters for mm-hmm. it to actually go through. If, for example, we're doing a, you know, payroll correction that was missed, it will take 20 to 30 days. Whereas with, with them, it's, you know, 15, 30 minutes, you have the manager on the phone wow. and then you get it done there. So it's, it's a significant difference. You know, it's That's a, huge a great difference. value to be able to provide that for your business owners. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. And we get a lot of great feedback. We get a lot of good Google reviews and, and, and that's, a, that's another thing, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, when we started the company, you know, everybody talks about, Hey, you know, you're the face of the company. What? I don't want to be the face of the company. I want my client managers to be the face of the company because that's who our clients are really dealing with. Um, so I love when we get a Google review and I see our client managers' names in that review. And, it, and if I don't see their name mm-hmm. in their review, I know whose client that is. I make sure I reply and put that, put the client manager's name in there just to reflect the, the positivity. And we recognize what a yes. great job they're doing. Uh, so that's another thing that's important to me. I love that. There's that book from Simon Sinek, um, Leaders Eat Last. That, you know what? That is exactly true. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is one thing that me and my wife, Rebecca, um, th- that's our mentality. Yeah. Last, you know, because yeah. it is really about growing this business and making it bigger than just ourselves. Right. You know, and, and, and it goes back to the culture. Uh, like you alluded, Mark, it's it's making sure that the that the staff is happy. Mm-hmm. And, and very rarely do I refer to them as my staff. And I, right. and I actually hate doing that because I always say they're my team or mm-hmm. part of the yeah. team. And and because I because I want them to feel like this this isn't just us it's mm-hmm. it's our business um, because it's us who make it make it successful and when well, we make it successful guess what they benefit from it so that's, and that's what the we truth yeah it's the truth of the matter anyway because you know as the 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 CEO or the president of the company you don't run the company you know what I mean that's you're exactly you're a right. decision maker you're important. But the company runs on everybody, right? Yes. So it certainly is a team effort. Unless you're a job owner, right? You're a one, one-man show, one-woman show. That's different. But no, certainly not on a real organization. Right. And it's even hard to make decisions because, you, know, you know, in a vacuum and by myself or with my wife because they're the boots on the ground. They're yep. the ones mm-hmm. in the weeds. They see all the operational aspects and, you know, where there may be some limb facts that need to be corrected or maybe a process improvement. Hey, this would make it easier on us and make us more efficient. How can we solve this problem? 
Um, and having that buy-in just, uh, I mean, it's worth its weight in gold. I mean, it's like cash flow to me. Yes. It's fun too, right? It, it is. It's yeah. a, it's so, it's so different. It's a whole different way of operating a business when you, you have your team leaders and you, you like, cause they know, they know what's going on. And then, then the people on their team, they know what's going on and you don't make decisions on their team without getting their buy-in because that's stupid. You're, mm-hmm. you're looking to make a mistake if you don't have all the information. Yeah, and it kind of reflected on a story back when I was working in the government. I had a gentleman that worked for me, and uh, he, he, was, he was a little older, and, you know, and it was the cliche thing. He's old school. And, you know, with the younger, you know, we always talk about millennials, Gen Z, um, and he, it was just he was beside himself as somebody asked him why. Oh. And in some cases, you know, if you just answer the why, whether it was the right, right answer or the wrong answer or what they wanted to hear, you, you still feed that need for that information, and it can also, you know, get you to the next level, right, mm-hmm. in that decision-making process. And I've always had the mindset, even, you know, in the government and even more so now, if you listen long enough and, and let them be creative and let them provide input and be part of that decision-making process, you start revealing the individual creativity mm-hmm. that they have and, and kind of glom onto those bits of expertise that, you know, at the end of the day, that decision, again, you can be, you can be a self-proclaimed expert all you want. Right, Mm -hmm. right. But when it's revealed to you that, (laughs) well, there's somebody else that's a little more creative in this aspect, and this makes a better solution. Mm -hmm. Um, To me, I get excited about that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mine, too, in the creative field, when I hire creative managers, I'm right. like, I'm not going to micromanage. Let's hear what you have to say. Exactly. And that's when the real creativity happens. It really Because does. honestly, if I had all the answers, <laughs> what fun would that be? would not be as much fun. <laughs> right. All right. We are out of time on our segment, but uh, seeing if folks want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Uh, they can call me directly. Um, and I always love to give out my cell number, uh, 210-289-4674. And you can go to our website, which is www.payrollvault.com slash 143. And uh, we can also uh, get me an email. It's uh, scan.pettit at payrollvault.com. Thanks, Dean. I appreciate it. Yeah. So uh, how was the first time on the podcast? And- uh, awesome. I how loved it. <laughs> I love the format. Uh, great guests. Uh, good friends. Fantastic. Uh, so, yeah, this is, this is excellent. Really like the format. And, and thank you. Thank you for having me. Cool. I'm going to make a commercial out of that right there. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. As we wrap up the show, quick reminder to check out our latest podcast to catch video versions of the show anytime by visiting our website at satalkradio.com. Genevieve, how was your first show as a co-host? Oh, man. This is amazing. You guys, wow. I love listening to the heart and soul of every business owner, and I think you guys have what it takes. And for everybody listening out there, especially if you are a business owner, I hope you're taking notes because they dropped some really gold nuggets today, especially when it comes to the heart of your business. Thanks. I love that. All right. Great job, everybody. We'll see you uh, on the next one. All right. Wonderful. See you guys soon.